passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. As if they don't have too much on their plates. The Kings of Combat Sports Podcast, John and Wade. They talk about the things they did that day. They'll analyze the work of Vince and Triple H. Rewind to SmackDown. 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 And I quote, Roman has his situation and his reasons for doing the things he's doing. But I will say from our standpoint and the storyline standpoint, it's going to play out in a unique manner. And, it, and we want it to play out that way. I don't want to give away the ending of the movie before the movie takes place. Everybody just has to watch and see how this unfolds. It will unfold in a unique way, and I think it will be meaningful for everybody. That was Paul Levesque on Wednesday. <laughs> Welcome to Rewind to SmackDown, everybody. And we're not going to ruin the end of this movie, but if you're expecting a climactic culmination to the universal title match switch on SmackDown, my goodness, did they have their Hollywood uh, ending all set up for tonight's reveal. How are you, eh? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. Um, it was unique. I've never seen the graphics department shoot an angle in such a way um, <laughs> like that tonight. But um, we will be getting into all of that tonight and how the WWE switched around the uh, the top SmackDown match going into uh, WrestleMania and try and make sense of why this was not done a week ago. Because obviously, like, I don't know what the whole story is, but clearly something was altered because as early as like this past Monday, they were still promoting this face to face with Roman Reigns and Bill Goldberg. Hunter is pushing the fact that they have a unique way to explain all of this. And the fact was like, this was known that this switch was happening on Wednesday of last week when they were taping Wednesday and Thursday, WrestleMania. So I don't know what happened. I don't know what the story is, but something, something happened because tonight was, just, hey, this is the match. That's literally the explanation. Oh, boy, who knows? Um, you know, this this whole week uh, has been crazy. This whole month has been crazy. And uh, something like this just, <laughs> of course, it had to kind of turn into this. Uh, it's if just it wasn't for show. the if it wasn't for the limitation of the numbers that they like essential personnel that they have at the per, the performance center, this would be. The greatest pair of day ofs in the history of the WWE Network. Someday it'll make for a great series of podcasts, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, here we are. It's WrestleMania tomorrow. That feels weird to say. Coming off of a Friday. Have you been getting the updates on your phone when different shows are starting? Because no. I put them all in my calendar. So I'm getting like tonight. It's like Joey Janelle's spring break. Like I got oh. my... Uh, my, I got my blood sport notification last night. I was like, this is funny. I had not taken any of the stuff out of my phone because I just programmed all these shows into my phone. But now I'm getting the updates. So anyway, 
Yeah, yeah. Here we are. It's uh, it's it's a it's a bizarre set of circumstances that's led us to this. Um, but nonetheless, here we are. We still have a WrestleMania to talk about tomorrow. We have WrestleMania to come up this weekend, and we're going to have our shows Saturday and Sunday night. We will be going live after each night. Saturday night, if you want to tune in for the post-show and potentially call in, that is going to be open to all members of the Post Wrestling Cafe, regardless of your level. On Sunday night, it's our regular pay-per-view format. We'll be live for Double Double, Ice Cap, and Espresso Patrons, and then the regular free podcast will be out early the following morning. So uh, we will have you covered for both nights of WrestleMania, all, uh, I guess, 16 matches that they are advertising and who knows what else but all of that is coming up this weekend and a programming note way for thunderstruck yeah because our feeds are going to be clogged up with so much wrestlemania content this weekend we've decided to release thunderstruck early so many of you who are listening to this right now on the post wrestling feed you'll probably see thunderstruck within the next several hours uh so that'll just be up there a little bit earlier for everybody just to give enough space for everybody to hear everything Yes, and this week's match is Jushin Thunder Liger and Takahiro Murahama taking on Kenta and Namichi Marfuji from July of 2003 in NOAA. And WH's guest is John Carroll from the Wrestling Omakase podcast. And this is the, the, the countdown is on. The final episode of Thunderstruck will be April 19th. Only two guests remain. And we don't want to spoil the ending of the movie, though, and make any reveals. Sure, yeah. Um... Don't get your hopes up, everybody. At least for one of the guests. Well, I think that next week's will be big, and then it's kind of the come down <laughs> afterwards. So mm. we will see. Thunderstruck, a, tre- a tremendous series that, look at this, uh, extreme long-term booking here at Post Wrestling, courtesy of WH Park. 26, that's half a year. That we've That's been- amazing that it hit that many. And, I mean, for WH to churn these out, I'm really impressed. He's been fantastic. Yeah. Just, like, not just he is or- a machine. Not just organizing all the guests, but, uh, you know, recording and, of course, the great research that he does for every single one of these as well. So uh, I, I highly recommend it. It's been a great opportunity to hear, like, a bunch of different voices from the wrestling world on our little podcast feed. So thanks, WH, for all that hard work. Fantastic series. And WH Park, uh, who knows what he has up his sleeve for the future. We will be... Uh, uh, I'm sure in contact with WH in the near future. But uh, we've got our SmackDown review uh, coming up. And then for those that are listening to this on the Post Wrestling Cafe, uh, not only will you get the SmackDown review, but at the end, we are going to go over our thoughts of the life and crimes of New Jack from this past week's edition of Dark Side of the Ring. So you can check out uh, all of that, which will follow the news. And at the start... Uh, anything you want to add, Wade, before we well, jump into news? I just wanted to, again, thank everybody who uh, tuned in yesterday to our Cafe Grande Hangout. It was the first live stream we've done uh, with any sort of like charitable component attached to it. And um, I think it, it greatly exceeded John and I's expectations. Um, so at the end of, I would say, the Super Chat, at the end of the two hours, I think between the T-shirts and the Super Chat we, Chats, we had raised about 1200 um U.S., just through like that that amount of space alone, and uh, I will give a, probably a final tally uh, on Rewind a Raw this week because we do have our T-shirt sales that are still ongoing at store.postwrestling.com. Um, so if you want to pick up one of those um, special shirts designed by our friend Robert for this occasion, um, proceeds from the T-shirt will be going directly to two charities that we mentioned. So all that information is up at store.postwrestling.com. 
Yes. Uh, thank you so ma- much for everyone that tuned in or made a donation. Um, it just, just blew me away that we were able to raise that for uh, two great organizations out there. And the shirt is available all weekend long. So that, that was a lot of fun to do that show. I was going into it and uh, just the fact that we were able to pull that off, the like we really didn't run into any technical problems all, along the way. There were a couple, guess, but, guess but I mean, for I, I was it definitely it could have been a minor. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, all our guests were on time. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, very reliable. That put like me at ease as well. Mm-hmm. It's always nice when I like I was able to schedule everybody. Everyone got back to me very quick. It's just uh, such a non-headache when it comes to if it was like just rounding out like guests from like that I'm not familiar with and stuff. It'd just be that would be such an anxiety of making sure everyone's ready and all, all this other stuff. But it's just such a much uh, calmer environment when it's all your friends you're having on it helps that they're all podcasters too so everyone sounded great yeah everyone sounded great there was no one like that didn't know how to use a mic mm-hmm. or like was muffled on a speakerphone or something or in a car doing god knows what <laughs> yes that's why we bring you the best here at post wrestling do you know what i'm doing tomorrow afternoon tomorrow afternoon I'm, i would assume some sort of wrestlemania tailgate party at your house not really, but uh, it has absolutely nothing to do with WrestleMania. But I am having my very first Zoom party. Oh, okay. Who's yeah. who's invited? I'm getting together with all my friends, and we're gonna have a, a Zoom catch up. I gotta. Do, do you have Zoom? I have it. I have not used it for any reason. I've, I've heard about like some like security controversies they've had this week. Oh, don't. I, I don't even care. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Take all my data. Um, do you have it on your phone or laptop? Uh, I think my phone. Okay. Why? I got to download it. I just don't know which uh would be okay preferred. I guess it really doesn't matter, does it? You could do both, I'm sure. Well, that's what I'm doing tomorrow. And then we're going to watch this show tomorrow night, of which we don't – I guess we know Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins advertised themselves for Saturday. Becky Lynch said, I believe I'm on the Saturday night. But re- really, if you were to buy this on traditional pay-per-view, you're buying a show that maybe you'll get Edge and Orton, maybe not. Like, it's you don't even know what you're getting tomorrow night. It's part of the fun. <laughs> I guess so. It's like a mystery box. I mean, it's uh, – I would not be comfortable buying this on pay-per-view. If I only was interested in, like, a handful of matches and – for my 30 bucks or whatever it is on pay-per-view, I, I may or may not get this. I mean, this is the ultimate. I'm upgrading my internet so that I can just get this network. So maybe maybe they have um, a theory behind all of this. I also wanted to mention, uh, if you listened to our interview with Phil yesterday, Phil Chertalk, he will be running a post-wrestling live chat during WrestleMania both nights on our new Discord channel. So if you want to find the link to that, uh, you can go to forum.postwrestling.com. There is a post-wrestling i believe um wrestlemania watch along part of thread up there that phil's put up so you can find the link to that discord and i believe we tweeted it out on the post-wrestling twitter as well uh yesterday so yeah check that out i thought one of the stars yesterday um certainly of course i mean the guy came graphically equipped with magical powers yeah i mean yeah it was it was quite the quite the visual you certainly have to watch phil's interview as opposed to listening to it Mm -hmm. Okay, let's get into some news items. Off the top here, this is um, th- this is actually very much wrestling related, but not so much um, the uh, 
kind of in the news cycle. I I did a bit of research today because I wrote about it in the update. But, you know, there's there's a lot of wrestlers that are affected by what's going on right now with the pandemic. And for independent contractors, which is um, outside of Mexico, pretty much every every wrestler that's out there um, specific to the U.S. and Canada, like there's there's a number of options and potential um, uh, benefits that you can qualify for. In the U.S., uh, you're probably familiar with the the $2 trillion CARES Act um, in the U.S. that is extending unemployment benefits to gig workers, independent contractors, and self-employed individuals. So certainly do your research on the pandemic unemployment assistance. I know that some wrestlers do listen to this, so this is very important information. It's obviously the number of people that are trying to qualify for unemployment unemployment assistance right now in the US it's severely backed up and some states are not offering this to independent workers and those that are self-employed but do inquire about it because it is designed to include those parties um but there there is a lot of lag involved in all of this and if you are able to qualify this is in the US uh you can receive $600 extra per week for up to four months and extend the state benefits by 13 weeks. And that's on top of your state's average weekly unemployment benefit. So it doesn't hurt to at least inquire and see if you can uh, at least qualify for this because you are directly affected by the pandemic. You are not working at the moment. And if you can prove you're an independent contractor, which sometimes it it does require some kind of – um proof that you are paid as an independent contractor, uh, do look into the details. I'm not an expert at this by any means. In Canada, there's the Canada Emergency Response Benefit that you can qualify for. Um, Online, you can apply through it through CRA, and it applies to anyone with income of at least $5,000 in 2019 that's been affected by this or making that amount in the 12 months prior to when you apply. Uh, it applies to independent contractors, self-employed individuals. If you are, if you qualify for EI or are on EI, this probably won't. Um, this wouldn't be something for you. But if you do apply and qualify, it's two thousand dollars per month per month for up to sixteen weeks, and the applications are going to be uh, open as of this Monday. So it's something to look forward to if you are a, a, a mixed martial artist, if you're a professional wrestler. I think you certainly owe it to yourself to do some research on this stuff because it's a very, very difficult time for for everybody involved. And like I'm just looking at stuff like for us, like you and I are not in a situation that we need any of this. But like banks that are offering like loans at like like great incentives that are out there to qualify. And you just I think have to do some of your due diligence and see what you can qualify for. It doesn't hurt to at least figure out if you if. You know, there can be some assistance for you while you're not bringing anything in. Or for your loved ones, you know, especially like maybe some of those who are, might be older or not that great with, um, I think, the English language, um, who could certainly use assistance in figuring some of this, that stuff out. Uh, it really would apply to almost everybody, I'm sure. Yeah, this goes beyond like just, you know, obviously like like performers and such. Like if you are someone that is take cannot work right now because you're caring for children that um, are affected by all of this you too may qualify for all of this. So I just find all of this really fascinating and there's um, avenues out there uh, for you. Moving on to some more uh, specific wrestling-related topics. Uh, 
AEW and WWE, I wrote about this uh, a lot today, of what is in the near future for them. It seems that AEW is in a pretty good position at the moment. Wade Keller uh, put out a report on, uh, just earlier this week, uh, following the tapings in Georgia on Wednesday, uh, where he wrote that uh, AEW has taped enough footage uh, to fill two hours of weekly TV for TNT every Wednesday night for weeks, if not months, if necessary. Uh, he writes that some of the matches could end up airing on Dark instead of Dynamite if stay-at-home orders lighten up, and it seems prudent and safe to gather wrestlers and crew again to film. So uh, the combination of the matches that they've taped and also you know, being able to shoot footage uh, at home with different talent that they can insert into there, it seems like they have no need to be able to have to stage any shows for the near future now that they have banked all of this. Certainly, you can, you can look at the decision that they have run shows, but I'll say at this stage right now, uh, I think that AEW, you know, they did these couple of weeks of tapings, and now they're in the clear for a while. I, I think that you have to at least be uh, acknowledging that they are at least now somewhat in the clear. Certainly, yeah. Um, I'm I'm happy that, you know, if you're going to take the level of risk that you make the most of it, and it sounds like they have. And really, I think WWE has as well. You know, that schedule that they had taping everything up until WrestleMania, um, you know, certainly I think the fear of shutting down was with both of these companies and the opportunity to record as much as they can. It seems like both of them took advantage of, which I am uh, at the very least happy to see. Again, if you're going to take the risk to make the most of it, um, obviously, you know, WWE has many, many more hours to have to coordinate and therefore they're going to run out of it rather quickly. I mean, this coming Monday or Wednesday, in fact, right? Uh, if you include NXT. So that is certainly a, a bit more of a hairy situation, but AEW being able to spread out so much of, of what they've shot over several weeks, um, it certainly works to their advantage. So I'm I'm happy to hear that performers and the crew won't have to be going, going back to these settings to record shows in the near future. Yeah. Well, um, WWE, I mean, they're, they're covered through NXT. Uh, we do not know what we're going to be talking about next Friday, um, Dave Meltzer in his update tonight, this was just kind of like a line that he had here was that um, WWE is scheduled to tape again somewhere sometime over the next week. And I, I think that way as we compare to AEW, like another issue here was using all of this time to tape ahead was it the best choice to make sure that so much of this taping was dedicated to WrestleMania as opposed to getting three or four weeks of TV covered? Like we're watching these, these episodes and they're getting by with three matches per show with a classic match on SmackDown, two on Raw, and how much TV could they have done over this period where either the matches for WrestleMania air out over Raw and SmackDown over the next month, um... I think it's a question worth asking because all of a sudden they're like, where are they going to be taping next Friday or at at any point next week? Where are they even going at this point? Oh, it could be nowhere. I mean, it could be, uh, you know, worst case scenario, just another type of tape show uh, showing highlights with whoever is in studio in front of a green screen. We've seen them do that and they can do that at the very least, I feel. And I, I, I you know, from the get go, when they announced that they were going to do WrestleMania, in the MD arena, I always felt like that was a possibility for them to just air those matches straight up on either raw or SmackDown. 
um, just as a way to fill content time. And also just it's it's relatively fresh and you can promote it as WrestleMania. So I think they can always fall back on that regardless. Um, but with the pay-per-view component, uh, w- will that be an option? I mean, if you're if you're Fox and all of a sudden you've just sold these shows on the weekend and then they're airing, you're you're putting them on your network for free that Friday. Has that? I mean, boxing's done that. I mean, boxing. It was unique in that HBO that was their choice to do that to air fights a week later. But and this will know, be traditional. Tr- well, does Fox want to do that though? Like for WWE, they're filling, they're fulfilling their their programming time. Does Fox want a new show or does Fox want to essentially they're selling these shows and not telling people that, hey, they're going to be free several days later. They're essentially free on the day of anyway. Not on Fox. On the network, I mean, you know, so in my opinion, if they were concerned that there there was going to be they were going to be undercut by something else. I mean, this to me does not seem like that situation in that scenario because the network is undercutting them. On live simultaneously, but why make this deal with Fox for the pay per views? That's a great question. Um, like Fox is obviously like there's a financial incentive for WWE, and if Fox is you know paying this amount and then WWE is giving them that content for free on Friday, um, you know it's if Fox is okay with that, great. But I just not, I qu- it doesn't I necessarily question. have to be Friday. It could be starting a, as soon as the the next Monday. I, this is uh, only if they can't do anything else. And I'm only proposing this as you know just a, a scenario if they had to rely on it. Um, I'm sure when the deal was made, I wonder what they were thinking. I wonder what options they even knew that they had. Everything is changing by the second. So you know if if Fox was presented with the option of not having a show at all versus having. Uh, a highlight show of the best of like the WrestleMania that just aired on their own pay-per-view service the week prior. I, 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 I don't know. I feel like they would at least consider it. Um, also in Wade Keller's reporting was that on, on Wednesday, there was a, a Georgia state official that dropped by the tapings and it just seemed like it was just to make sure that AEW was abiding by the rules and regulations, um, making sure like the numbers were okay and AEW had filed uh, paperwork uh, with local officials, and they were aware ahead of time of the precautions AEW was taking. So it looks like uh, I've got to say today, I think AEW is in a lot better shape in terms of you know having their programming shot, and now they can they, they don't have to send their talent anywhere uh, for the at least for a little while. If it's even through double or nothing potentially, that if you could get if you have all your dynamites through uh, mid May. I would say that's uh, at least if you were doing these, you you maximize these taping dates uh, to cover you for as many weeks as possible. So I, I would say they're in a, a better state right now because I think given these these stay at home measures for WWE to now try and circumvent and go around, it just seems so like you are just completely ignoring all these public officials, all these government agencies that it, like medical experts, like everyone is telling people the exact same thing at the moment. And like the idea of WWE trying to do any kind of tapings on a location this week to me are, I, I think they will face heavier scrutiny this week as opposed to the, the last couple of that they've done. Perhaps. Yeah. But you know, as we talked about uh, over the past week, AEW was in a position where they probably needed to, you know, extend their 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 um library 
a lot more than WWE. WWE has hours and hours and hours of footage with which they can draw from to create new content. AEW doesn't really have that luxury, so they certainly needed to, I think, take advantage of, of this. And I'm happy to see it because, you know, last week was kind of strange in that, like, they sh- they shot those shows and then, like, um, maybe, uh, sorry, two weeks ago, they shot those shows. Some of it went on dark, and who knows kind of what was behind the thinking there. But um, the idea that they bulk sh- shot so much this week, I think, is, is certainly nice. And, and again, a luxury that WWE doesn't really have because of all their other obligations. And just um, j- just some other notes here. It turns out it, it sounds like Chris Jericho was there this week and doing some some kind of commentary uh, that they taped for uh, the future. And Wade adds that AEW wrestlers who live outside of the Southeast and thus are not within reasonable driving distance have been intentionally kept away so AEW would have two distinct groups who had not in- intermingled for weeks. The idea was to have no chance of the entire roster having to self-isolate at once by making sure there's a hard divide between two distinct groups for at least two weeks. So, I mean, certainly thought going into this. I think you, you have to note here that they were not just doing any of this careless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good to know that information. Uh, again, a risk nonetheless. Yes, but it's 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 not without, you know, it's not completely blind. Numbers from Wednesday night: uh, AEW did six hundred and eighty-five thousand viewers, while NXT did five hundred and ninety thousand viewers, so down sixteen and twelve percent, respectively. Uh, this would be AEW's lowest number of the year, third lowest since uh, launching on TNT. Uh, they did a 0.25 in the key demo, NXT doing a 0.15, and this was, um, yeah, b- big hits for both shows this past week. I think that you can look look at kind of the trend that these shows are getting hampered by the state in which they're being presented, and maybe this kind of had to have been expected right from the get-go, that there would be a certain novelty at the beginning of what are these shows going to look like, but... Was this just ultimately going to be the reality way of these shows that they're fans are just not they've kind of seen it and they're kind of just going to wait till things get back to normal. And do you expect uh, an immediate turnaround once things are back to normal at some undetermined date? Hmm. It's difficult to say because I don't know how long that period's going to be, how long we're going to be you know, um, going through this before things get back to normal. It could be months and could be many months. Um, Do you see these levels being the normal range from here on out? Or could you see, like, NXT has a big show next week. I think um, I think NXT will do a bit better next week. Um, but, you know, I, I'm not even completely sure that they would beat AEW, even given uh, the big takeover level show that they've got. So, um, but, you know, as far as, like, the range, I could see these numbers actually dropping. Mm-hmm. Um you know, after I would say these several weeks, especially after the takeover, um, I I don't really know what else I think that, you know, they would have to offer. I also question how interested uh, people are in general are, are in professional wrestling at the moment without any sort of like destination show to get towards. So, mm, yeah, it'll be a um, telling few weeks. Yeah. And I mean. Certainly, you can look at these numbers as at least a metric of the engagement and popularity level of the shows. But in terms of what these numbers are a function of, which is, you know, attracting advertising, I mean, 
I can't imagine what the advertising industry is like at the moment of where these networks are taking an enormous hit of who is possibly spending money at at this point either. Like how how valuable is a strong number at at this point for either show for for these networks even at this point? I think this is just such a a dark period in in and of itself. Um, These networks might just be satisfied with anybody tuning in to any degree at this point. Mm Mm-hmm. From there, we go on. Um, did you see the season premiere of Total Bellas? No, I have not. No, oh. I'll do that this weekend. Why? Well, they they moved from Sundays to Thursdays, and it looks, at least on week one, to have been a strong move for the franchise because they did 563,000 viewers. So, um, yeah, put that into comparison. Like, that almost did the same number as NXT this week, uh, which was higher than every episode of the last season of Total Bellas, which was on Sunday nights. Uh, The season averaged 433. So they did 563 this week for the season premiere. So um, yeah, it looks like moving the night, at least this week, it it worked out very well for Total Bellas. And And this this was also an early release because it was scheduled to be uh, released actually next week. So they kind of had to do some viral marketing to announce to everybody that this was going to be an early uh, uh, pushed up schedule. I give all credit to Drew Gulak and Daniel Bryan. That spot really resonated with viewers oh, must in the have. ring. Yeah, it must have been. But, you know, that doesn't it doesn't really surprise me because I think the Bellas in, in, together uh, are far bigger stars than anybody presented on um, last season of, of, of Total Divas. And I mean, yes, Ronda Rousey was on last season of, of Total Divas, but... I don't think she's as ingrained um, of a personality with that type of audience as the Bellas have been. The Bellas are just simply, they've been more compelling characters. We've kind of followed their lives for like the past, uh, the better part of the past decade. And I think coupled that with like all the uh, news that's been circulating about both of them getting pregnant and um, everything else that's been going on. I I think that played a big part in the interest in this season. Uh just to clarify, the, the number I was comparing, that that was the last Total Bella season, not Total Divas. So this is up over the last Total Bella season. So what was the Total Divas season? Oh, Total Divas was way lower, right. the Ronda Rousey season. Um, I don't have the number off the top of my head here, but it was, uh, it was much lower, that Ronda Rousey season. It was significantly lower than Total Bella's. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that was, uh, that was week number one of that. And final item uh, that we have here... Um, uh, that's, that's about it. That's that's it. I only had Total Bellas here. So we can move on into SmackDown. So this is where we are going to sign off for people that are listening on the free feed. Uh, if you want to catch the SmackDown review and the life and crimes of New Jack, you can listen at postwrestlingcafe.com and listen on the feed there, along with WrestleMania coverage this weekend. So we will sign off as we move on to SmackDown from Friday night.